0: What does it take to generate a 97% return on investment with commercial real estate? Well, it takes a high level of skill and knowledge. It also takes work, sacrifice, risk, admitting what you don't know, and getting out of your comfort zone, right? Now, can all these be attained by you in one to two years? Yes and no. Yes, if you had a mentor, and no, if you're doing it yourself too risky to do it by yourself. So make sure you have a high-level advisor on your team or a mentor willing to get in the trenches with you. Is there anyone that has all of these qualities? I would say yes. Allow me to introduce to you a student of ours, Kevin, who's a beginning commercial real estate investor who bought a commercial property creatively, meaning no banks involved at the onset. He raised the down payment himself. I will share with you how he did that. And how it was paid back. He performed minor renovations uh, on the property and then raised the rents over 30% in about a year. This increased the property value by $536,000. And then what he did was he obtained a long-term loan to pay off his seller financing, plus reimburse himself for his original down payment, plus repair costs. And then at the end, he kept the property himself. So a great thing, right? But before I share Kevin's story and interview with you, allow me to introduce myself. I'm Peter Harris with commercial property advisors. I'm author of my two best selling book, commercial real estate investing for dummies and commercial real estate for beginners. We also have the most popular, most watched and number one rated YouTube channel on commercial real estate investing ever. And lastly, I'm a coach and mentor to commercial real estate investors all across America. Now, what I'd like you to do is listen to this podcast interview. It's short, where, where Kevin shares his deal and how this all worked out. And what he did was repeatable for anyone willing to learn this. The key word here is repeatable. So let's listen to the uh, interview. It's only a few minutes. Hello, everyone out there. This is Peter Harris, and I have a, uh, a great student of ours, Kevin Perkins, here. How are you doing, Kevin? Doing good, Peter. Thanks. Great. Great. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, there's many people out there wanting to hear your story and what you did and a great deal. So I just really appreciate you taking the time out. I know you're a very busy person. Mm-hmm. You have a bustling uh, family business. You have a whole family and, and we just really appreciate your time today.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to thank you for the opportunity that you gave me first off. Um, you know, it's helped me out tremendously in this uh, endeavor and, you know, with your help, I was able to to make it a success. Um, But I want to start off. My name's Kevin Perkins. Um, I live and work in Panama City, Florida. I'm a civil engineer by education, uh, but I run a small business uh, with my family, my mom and dad, and um, we're a contractor, a commercial flooring contractor. So that's what I've done for the past 10 years and then been doing real estate investing on the side for about three or four years overall connected to Peter was about two years ago now. Um, and so it's taken a while, but I finally got through
0: this deal and and we are uh, where we are now. Hey Kevin, let's, let's start from the beginning. Uh, Mm -hmm. so this question I asked many people, Mm -hmm. uh, many students. So why commercial? Why not go out and flip some houses?
1: Well, for me, commercial, I feel like it challenges me mentally a little more. So I, I like the mental challenge and not the repetition of just fixing and trying to flip and sell a house. So there's just so many more variables involved. There's, there's so many different types of deals. So I just like it personally, mentally. I just, as far as fixing and flipping houses, I've done that a couple times, but I just didn't really like how, you know, you got to hold, hold your money for, you know, six months by the time you buy it and flip it. And then the buyer has to get financing and then it falls through and then another buyer. And it's just um, I didn't like that process. Um, you know, it's, it's good for some people. But for me, I, I like the commercial that maybe there's less people looking at commercial, at least in my market, than seems like everybody wants to do that these days. You know, that's kind of what I tried to focus on, and, and I kind of seeked out and, and came across Peter, and so that's how I got in touch with him, because I was, you know, wanting to get into the commercial, you know, but it's scary to get into something that that big by yourself, so, you know, that's why I kind of wanted to connect with Peter and have him help me through this
0: process. Great, great. Thanks, Kevin. Hey, let's jump right into the deal. So okay. tell me something about the, the deal, the seller, and uh, it was a great deal. So share as much as yeah, you can. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it, it didn't really take that long to find the person or the seller. It's a few months, sent out some, some letters. But then we came across the seller, and um, it's a 24-unit uh, apartment complex. Met with the guy. It was a uh, you know, kind of a tough situation with this guy. He's a real estate attorney from out of town, wanting to be a tough guy, but I like the property. He wanted to do some other deals back in his hometown. And so what we were able to do is just negotiate a selling price for the 24 units. And for him, and a lot of people that own commercial properties like this are willing to, I think, do stuff like this versus a residential. Um, He wanted to know he had that deal sold. You know, so he could do something else. So basically, we worked out a deal for me to buy the property, and he would finance it over 24 months for me. And so then I would just make payments, and then at the end of 24 months, I would refinance it and pay him off. That's kind of the deal that we
0: found there. Kevin, you brought up an, an important piece at the very beginning. You mentioned that the seller that you found was a real estate attorney and difficult to deal with. So how did you overcome that?
1: Well, you know, I just tried to be tough holding my guns. Uh, at one point, he walked out on me, <laughs> you know, but, you know, hold your guns and, 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 you know, know, you know, with the training that I got from Peter and how to figure out the value. And so I just, you know, saw it through and uh, hung in there and it, it worked out.
0: <laughs> great, great. Yeah, I recall being on the coaching calls with you and, mm-hmm. and going through the cellar. So to get from meeting the seller all the way through to a signed contract. I was right there with you. So how long did that take approximately?
1: Well, the the guy came down from out of town to meet with me, and we met on site on a Friday. And by the time he went home that weekend, I think it was on Sunday, we had a contract in place. So it took, you know, about 24 to 48 hours to really work out a deal um, and that was kind of the the nerve wracking part. Is am I going to do this deal for this price? It's it's you know for somebody that's done small stuff, it's it's a big leap, you know, yeah. and it's a little nervous. But having Peter's help, you know, I, you know made me feel a lot better that you know I'm not getting into something that you know is going to be a disaster.
0: Great, so. great, great. And uh, so a little bit about the deal. So mm-hmm. you did not have to go through a bank. So you were able to convince him to do seller financing that's right for you right how did you convince him
1: you know we were just talking about how i would be able to come up with the money to purchase it and you know the property was a good property but with the numbers and the rent that he was charging it would have been difficult for me to go to a bank and get financing mm-hmm. and he knew that basically he was he was pretty open to the idea of seller financing to me um, so he would know that he would have this sure deal, so he'd go do his other thing, you know, and so I guess we also, I mean, when we talk to each other, we kind of get to know each other a little bit, we built a rapport, and I think he started to feel comfortable, you know, with me, you know, and that I knew what I was doing, and uh, that I had help from Peter, and that, so, you know, he, he was very receptive to that option, knowing that, if I had to go to a bank and get approved for financing, the deal would have been less likely I would have been able to pull it off. That's really the main reason is he wanted
0: to make sure we were going to do this deal. Great. And you did a great thing, Kevin, because you convinced a real estate attorney, a person who's a lot more sophisticated than you are, to uh, allow you, a beginning commercial investor, to do something creative on this property. Yes. So, so hats off to you. That's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. So, um, just to summarize here, so it was a uh, creatively financed deal. What was the What was the purchase price and down payment?
1: Uh, Nine hundred and twenty five thousand uh, dollars was the purchase price. I put fifty thousand dollars earnest money down, um, and then another hundred thousand at closing. Okay. So, total one hundred fifty at closing. I'd actually taken. It was kind of a weird deal initially possession of the property for about six months collecting rent before I actually purchased the property from him. Yes. So that was kind of a, a weird deal. He had some personal issues that he wanted to make it happen that way. Um, so
0: stop right there. That's a good point because uh, you capitalized on the seller's motivation, extreme motivation in this case, right? Yes. Yes. So what you're saying is he allowed you to take over the property even before you close on a deal. That's right. Yeah, that's incredible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. That's awesome. Thank you. All right, and uh, so fifty thousand dollars as an earnest money deposit, another one hundred thousand dollars closing, so a total mm-hmm. of one hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, right. 100. Where did that money come from? Well, fifty thousand
1: of it came from a personal note that I got from my parents, and then another fifty thousand was roughly money that I had earned. So really, it's it a hundred thousand of my money total. And then the rest of it was either owner financing or
0: borrowed from someone else. Okay, great. So the whole idea was to leverage yourself with a decent mm-hmm. sized down payment of the property yeah. and mm-hmm. to prime the property to mm-hmm. qualify for permanent financing. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk about that for a second. So we call that your exit strategy. So yeah. what was your in general, can you can you describe to us what your exit strategy was?
1: Okay. Well, basically, the exit strategy was to uh, do a cash out refinance.
0: And cash out refinance what?
1: Okay, so cash out the major the money that I had in the property, and then refinancing with a loan from a, like a Fannie Mae type loan uh, for the whole property.
0: It was just a, a loan from Fannie Mae. Okay. So basically what you're saying is you are going to fix up the property, yep. um, increase the rents, increase the NOI, thus get a mm-hmm. higher property value, and then, right. and then go back to the bank and right. pay off the seller what you owe him. That's right. Uh, but also pull out at closing to reimburse yourself for your down payment Correct. money and the roofing costs, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the units, when I first initially bought them, and this was one of the things that I was looking for it, we we could see that there was upside because the rents that they were charging were below market value. Mm -hmm. So basically they were renting for about $550 a month. And so over that 24 months, I renovated 17 of the 24 units, and we were renting them for up to $775 per unit. So you got a $225 per month increase of that unit. Um, times roughly 17, plus we have five more to go. So doing that process, we were able to increase the value of the property from, I guess you could say, the purchase price of $925,000 to $1.46 million um, is where it appraised at when we got I got it refinanced. You know, by the time they, they loaned the percentage out on that, I'm mostly cashing out. Everything that I put in, it's minus maybe some uh, some renovation costs. But pretty much all the money I put down, I got back at the
0: refinancing. Plus uh, money to okay. roof.
1: Plus there's a roof, the roof, six roofs, because um, it's six quads uh, that needed to be replaced. So I was able to pull out the money to replace the roofs as well.
0: Great, great, great story. Um, so tell me, how did it feel to put in all this work? and that closing to get all your money back, but keep ownership of the property and keep it cash flowing? How does that make you feel? Yeah, it felt
1: really good. It felt like I, I, I made a good decision. Um, I had leadership. I learned from from someone that knows what they're doing uh, that I did it the right way. felt really good, and now I have the ability to, to look on and do other investments. You know, I'm not just so strapped that I put all my money in that, that, you know, I have to build up more money over time. Now I have money back so I can continue
0: investing and, and doing other things that I need to do. Great, great. Yeah. And from the time that you officially close on a deal yeah. to when you got your money back, how many months was that approximately?
1: It was about 23 months by the time that I first put in my earnest money deposit until I got my money back. So, it took a little while, but that was, um, you know, over that time, we were renovating 17 units. I was trying to get up to a certain, you know, value to refinance. So, um, you know, I was kind of just doing it as, you know, I wasn't kicking people out and renovating units. I was doing it through attrition, basically, when each person comes up. So, it took me a little bit longer than it may have if I tried to get people out, but Still, I don't think 23 months is too bad um, to to turn 17 units and then to increase that NOI to be a. And able to refinance it. the
0: turning of the 17 units to to what extent was a turnover? What did you do approximately?
1: Uh, basically, um, we painted the cabinets, put new cabinet doors on it, painted the rest of the entire apartment, floors, walls, excuse me, walls and ceiling trim. I redid the flooring, put in a luxury vinyl tile on the bottom, carpet on the second floor. Um, we redid the bathrooms, new toilets, new hardware in the bathrooms. Added a washer dryer connection. Oh, well, that's right. Unit. Yeah. Um, it was mostly a cosmetic lift of of everything, and then replacing. You know, like I said, some toilets and you know, if any lights or anything that needed to be replaced. We tried to keep things that were in good shape that, you know, we didn't need to replace to keep it to a minimum, but um, it was, you know, pretty
0: much a whole facelift of the unit. Great. So you didn't do any major construction or move any walls or no. anything major. So this basically uh, – All cosmetic. Yeah, a cosmetic mm-hmm. to, to yes, get the rents right. from, what do you say, from 550 to – 775,
1: from yeah. 550 yeah. to 775. Yep, yep. That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Let me ask you this: Why wouldn't a seller do that himself?
1: Um, Good question. Um, For one, the seller that I I bought from was not from here. He Hmm. was up in Huntsville, Alabama, so he's six hours away, and you know, so he didn't want to take that on. Um, You know, some people may not have the expertise to be able to handle all the renovation, or the time, or desire to do it. Um, So. I think the fact that he wasn't here and uh, had other things on his mind, um, you know, he really wasn't thinking about doing that.
0: Yep. Yep. Okay. Good job. So, Kevin, uh, uh, final question. So, Kevin, could you share any words of advice or any words of encouragement to someone who's thinking about doing what you just did or mm-hmm. wanting to get into commercial estate as a beginner?
1: Yeah, uh, I would say listen to your mentors and work diligently, work smartly. Um, You will find a deal eventually. um, And then just work hard to to pursue it and, and make sure it comes to a realization. One mistake that I made that I noticed is when I purchased the property originally, I had put it in an LLC of my own that had multiple other properties in it. When I went to sell or refinance it, I had to move it out of that LLC, and it actually cost me a lot of money. So I just want that was one big mistake that I just want to make sure people, you know, try to avoid that. Um, so, but you know, other than that, you know, you know, work hard, listen to your mentors, and follow their
0: direction, and um, you can be successful. Great, great. Well, Kevin, thank you so much. I know that uh, your, your family business is booming and you took time of the day for us. So uh, I'm sure everyone out here will will appreciate uh, mm-hmm. you sharing uh, your deal. So, Kevin, thanks a lot again, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be in touch, okay? okay? All right. Thank you, Peter. Okay, appreciate thanks, it. Kevin. Okay. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that uh, uh, brief interview in these next few minutes, let me very briefly summarize Kevin's deal so it can sink into you so that you can see that it's also repeatable for you. All right. So basically, Kevin bought 24 units for $925,000. The seller financed uh, the deal for two years after Kevin put down $150,000, which, by the way, came from his line of credit and the others came from his parents. Out of the 24 units, the 17 units that were renovated produced a rental increase per month of $225. That's huge, right? Combined with, you know, 17 units, an additional $225. The other seven units got around $50 and $75 a month rent increase. That's about $4,100, $4,200 a month extra in income. That's about $50,000 a year. Right. So as you guys know, as the NOI goes up in the property, so does the property value. At the end of the day, the appraisal came in at $1.46 million. Remember, Kevin bought this for $925. So there was a $526,000 or $36,000 increase in property value. Now, what he did was he refinanced it with a Fannie Mae small apartment um, loan. He paid off the seller financing. He paid back his line of credit and he paid back the money borrowed from his parents. That's how you come up with an overall return of 97%, right? Uh, This did not happen again over five or 10 years, but it happened a little more than a year. Exactly what Kevin did is very repeatable for you. You can do this with the right training and coaching. This works on small deals as well as much larger deals. The principle is the same. Now, let me very briefly share with you three keys to Kevin's success. Number one, Kevin was a good student. He absorbed all the training we provided, followed each one step by step. He had plenty of questions, which is a good sign and what we like to see. Number two, Kevin dug deep with the seller to understand what's going on in his personal life. He discovered the motivations and then he structured the deal based upon those motivations. That's how you best structure anything creative in this business is to first understand the motivations and then take the tools that you learn from us and match the motivations with the tools, okay, to create a win-win situation. That's what and that's what Kevin did. Number three, and lastly, Kevin focused on his extra strategy. He and I talked every step of the way, setting benchmarks and figuring out how to increase the NOI so that property value would also increase. Enabling him to pull out his down payment, pay back his parents, replace a roof, all paid for by a well-planned extra strategy and refinance. Okay, So we did something very smart, though. We also had our lender involved every step. Why? Doesn't it make sense for the person who's going to lend you the money to pay everyone back involved from the very beginning? That's exactly what we did. So we asked our lender mr lender this is what we want to do we want to have a property we would have the property valued at 1.5 and we want to pay everybody back where do we have to be in terms of rents and noi he told us and that was our benchmark once we achieved that benchmark we went back to lender and he refinanced us out got it all right so that's it i hope you can see that this is very repeatable all right if you want more, more podcasts like this, feel free to go onto our website, commercialpropertyadvisors.com, or simply subscribe to this podcast. Thank you for listening today. I'll see you at the next podcast.